All right. Three, two, one. Oh, I already hit it. I hit it like two seconds ago. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back Boys to another girls. episode of Hero Hour. Escape from reality. Doug isn't going to be here next week, so we decided that we were going to do it back to back, pretty much. Yep. Yep. Also, happy Father's Day to all the amazing happy Father's Day. The amazing fathers out there that are raising the little ones, and some of you are even pulling double duty. So, if not triple. Yeah, if not triple. You guys are the real heroes. You guys are the real heroes. We're just here. We talk about fictional people. <laughs> but there's real heroes out there, man. Real yeah, heroes. Agreed. How you doing, buddy? We're here. We're here. <laughs> You're not kidding. I'm fucking. I'm tired. My life is being packed away. As I know, if dude. You're watching this on YouTube or Facebook. Looks like you got you Yoshi see. over there in the corner. You oh, got. Yeah. That's our mascot. That's our channel mascot. Nice, nice. Oh he's hell yeah. He's 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 big chilling. You got. <laughs> The chillin' Yoshi. And then you got, uh, what kind of graphics card is that to your left? Uh, that is my um, EVGA 3070 Ti. Oh, nice. Because when I pack my PC, I'm packing the graphics card separately. Gotcha. Probably so a smart idea. Around. I, on the other hand, I did not uh, separate my graphics card from my computer when I was moving. Yeah. Because I'm a jackass, but <laughs> you know, it worked. Everything worked out fine. So, right, right. Yeah, I locked I mean, out. I've got like my PC box. Uh huh. And my monitors, like my monitor boxes. I saved all that stuff knowing I was going to be moving. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. I was the same way when I knew that I was eventually going to be moving, dude. I, my, uh, so in my old house, in my room, I had. I had a cubby like I didn't have a closet. I had like a little cubby. Mm -hmm. The cubby from top to bottom was filled with boxes, particularly. I mean, well, not particularly, but mainly because I was too fucking lazy to like break the boxes down and throw them out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they yeah, served yeah. the purpose when I had to move into the new place. So right. they worked out pretty well. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Um, so you both of us are a little slacking with the uh the tv shows i've only been able to so i watched the new episode of miss marvel this morning before we started it was a good fucking episode man i like where they're going with it um okay. and then the boys i watched the most recent episode of the boys and just like every other episode that episode was fucked Oh god. Okay. But uh it was I, a really I good got episode. Up on Obi, like the Okay. I'm two well, episodes behind. I think I'm one episode now. I I didn't realize that I was two episodes behind. And mm. I so on uh on BTV where I watch all the shit, I realized that I haven't watched episode four or five. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm slacking hard on those, but uh Gotcha. So what's the last episode you did see? Uh, episode three, when Obi was trial by fired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit, maybe I'm too behind then. Is that the last one that you watched? I thought I was. 
on episode four but I, I don't where know where vader and obi-wan meet for the first time in 10 years yeah i definitely i definitely saw that one that's yeah. the last then, episode that i watched he was like your pain has just begun I was yeah like, oh my god dude that shit was crazy I, shit. I obviously we knew that he wasn't gonna die right but like i was kind of let down that the only thing that he suffered from was like burns to the arm yeah i mean you know he as long as he was in that fire i would have expected a lot more damage. yeah that's what i'm saying dude like but then they did put him in the tank to heal but mm -hmm. you gotta think like if you if you if you watch boba right mm -hmm. which I the didn't. reason right the reason boba looks so good is because they put him in that tank throughout the entire series right, right? because his body was burned from the acid of the um the thorlax the, the, yeah, scorlax scarlax thorlax thorax whatever um yeah his body was burnt from the acid of the stomach of that thing right um so prior to getting back to like when he was out in the desert his skin was all melted and stuff mm -hmm. like he looked he looked like he was burnt right so throughout the entire series once he gets back to jabba's like castle or dominion or whatever you want to call it uh -huh. he had that tank so it was a progressive like it, it took him a while he was in that tank at the beginning of every episode okay and then finally they were like oh all of your wounds have healed i mean his skin was a little goofy right right but for the most part he was healed so i don't know i think that's what they're trying to like say with obi was that his burns were not necessarily superficial right the tank healed all of them so well, see like what upset me with that scene was like i said this is the first time that vader and obi-wan have mm -hmm. crossed paths in the in, last what, decade years? Yeah. and anakin had a real chance to make a statement a real no, chance to make he, a statement you know, and he I, was like i'm gonna burn you but i'm only gonna hurt yeah. your arm like i think they had the a fuck? real chance to you know knowing that in the star wars canon right they have a lot of technology uh -huh. for healing i think they had a real chance to i mean I, as bad as it sounds to really fuck up obi-wan <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying dude like um, he, he could have fucking amputated something he could have he could have beat the shit out of him. He could have force choked him Something. a little bit, but no, yeah. he he was just like, "I'm, I'm gonna, gonna throw you into the fire, man!" And he just yeah. dragged him across the fire. Take that! Like, did you see? This goes with that too, like um, the memes that were going around where it says, "Oh no, there's something in front of me and I can't get around it," and it's literally like the scene where they uh, Leia and Obi are on the uh, mining planet. Uh -huh. and roll up to that gate and they're like well how are we gonna get around and obi turns it off and then it pans out and it's literally just in a little cavern you could walk around the side of it it's like oh no how am i gonna get around oh my it's god it's the same thing with that vader scene where they're like oh no how are we gonna catch them uh walk around the fire because yeah it's not contained it's contained in one area <laughs> oh my god dude. that was so funny like it's it's stuff like that that just makes me laugh like you got the movie magic where obi-wan yep. was able to 
know where his lightsaber was and there was literally no sand buildup. He yep. dug two inches underground and found him. But then like you got Darth Vader can't can't like figure out the like walk around the fire. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Or part of the walls. Like make yeah, a if I've had a vendetta for someone for ten years and uh I see like what was it? It was only it was the robot and the chick that came and got Obi. Yeah. If I see two people coming to get the guy that I'm trying to make suffer, I'm gonna do something. Like force wave yeah, right? the fire, walk <laughs> around it, do something, and go attack this guy. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like for somebody that has so much hatred for one human being to mm. not do everything in his power, and we know how powerful Vader is. To yeah. not do everything in his power to get to his intended target is just yeah. like, okay, maybe he's not that mad. Like, maybe, right, yeah. maybe so, he's not that mad that he was left on a volcanic planet that yeah, amputated yeah, yeah, that, that him and fucking. <laughs> you know, he's dragging Obi through and then he gets distracted and then they go and get him and then he's looking at the fire, literally. He's looking at the fire and, and he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn you! Damn you taking him away. And the other I'll side get you fire. next time. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Like. <laughs> <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z. Like, Does Vader catch up with Obi-Wan? <laughs> <laughs> How did his plan get thwarted? Like, Why could... He goes through the fire. It was it's stupid <laughs> shit like that. Like, but I, I guess again, if you think about it too, like, yes, he was torturing Obi with the fire, right? Right, right. On that same token, you can't tell me that he doesn't feel some sort of way about some fire. Oh, hundred okay? percent. Like, we all that, know that, that he's afraid of fire now. That could be that twist. Like you may be all powerful, but if what caused you to be in your suit now is right in front of you, it's kind of like a shell shock. Like a hundred percent over there. A hundred percent. It's the PTSD. That, yeah, that could be that twist of like, oh, well, that's why he didn't. So I, I don't know. But like, <laughs> that's the thing. He had a couple stormtroopers with him. Fucking send mm -hmm. them into the fire. Like, yeah. like. Here force pick a stormtrooper up and throw him over there that's and what granted, i'm saying like stormtroopers are not very reliable shots you get him but, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're lord vader like <laughs> you know it's it's kind of funny how like the most one of the most powerful sith lords in existence is afraid of fire i mean i get it he was set on fire he looks like freddy krueger's cousin yeah. but like come on dude it's it's fire like if anything, use that weakness it's, it's as your strength. Years. Yeah, it's it's, it's been, been ten, 10 years. years. <laughs> like if you were that this afraid, the first time you've seen fire in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> like you could have you could have gotten yourself back into the mindset of like yeah. like you 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 could have gotten past that fear by simply holding a lighter up to your face for a little bit, like a space lighter. Yeah, space like, lighter. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like space lighter you carry a lightsaber for god's sake <laughs> that's what i'm I mean, saying the strongest weapon in the star wars universe <laughs> but he's afraid like, of a wall of fire i can't jump through this six foot wall of fire <laughs> oh man what is that oh, well. 
this is some shit we'll never understand but hey it's a good show so far i definitely yeah, I like want to catch up on the on the uh the two episodes that i've missed yep, yep uh dude the boys you gotta watch that shit um i i don't wanna you you didn't watch it so i don't really want to spoil too much of it right. um i'll 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 give you a quick rundown of what the episode entails so you you watched the episode before that correct yeah um i'm i'm looking right now i'm trying to see where they're in the the russian facility the russian research Damn. facility i might be two behind then okay so you're two episodes behind okay i can't keep up man so well you remember when um when butcher took the the uh the v the, the v24 yeah, yeah, struggling with he were coming off of it or whatever yes so i'll say this I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it too much for you but another member of the group takes the v24 okay in this okay. russian facility um and then they find the weapon that they want to use against homelander i'm not going to tell you what the weapon is but they find the weapon that they want to use against homelander and in this episode that just passed that weapon is used mm. against other people oh okay okay that's my best way to explain that um I'm super excited for next episode, next week's episode, because it's the hero gasm episode. It's it's the yeah, superhero yeah. orgy episode. Superhero orgy. Yeah. <laughs> so I am super excited to see how that's gonna play out because I've Yeah, so I'm on episode like episode four is where I'm What so episode yeah, I'm was two that? Behind. That was the that's the Russian facility, so I'm two behind. Yeah. Wait, you watched episode four? No, 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 I need to. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was just looking at the synopsis of it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, you're two episodes behind. It's a really good two episodes. I highly suggest that you watch those. Um, oh, that's funny. So if you're on IMBD, it shows you like the title of the episodes to come. Mm-hmm. And the next episode, like you said, is Herogasm, right? Uh, uh-huh. And it says there's no image, there's no like preview or nothing there's no synopsis and it says know what this is about i'm like i'm about to type it up right now <laughs> people don't even know <laughs> yeah that is, that episode is gonna be fucking crazy um the creator of the show even said that he had no idea what he was filming or director or directing like really? halfway through and uh jensen ackles soldier boy he said that um, him and Jack Quaid, Huey, he said that the, the two of them were were scarred permanently <laughs> from what they were witnessing. So I'm very excited to watch that episode. I think it's going to be fucking crazy. Um, but I mean, yeah, we, we can't really talk too much about the boys because you're not caught up and I don't want to like right. yeah. dive too far into it. Y so... Yeah, so uh, I did watch Miss Marvel this morning, and it was so pretty cool. It, you said it was pretty good. It, it was pretty good. Uh, it's 
it's such a different show from everything else that we've seen because every other character aside from Moon Knight that they've made a TV show out of has been, you know, already established. So okay. it's we're we're watching this entire origin story of Kamala Khan becoming Miss Marvel. And it's I think it's gonna be fun. I, I think it'll be very fun how they explain it. The first two episodes are a blast, man. Um So in the first episode, obviously, like we talked about last week, there was there there's no way they're gonna like stretch out her origin to the point of like not getting powers until the end of the season she's already displaying those powers she's already learning those powers and in episode two she has i guess her because in the first episode she saved somebody but in the second episode this was like her first official like public saving of somebody so that was pretty cool Right. Um, but it it didn't go as planned. I'll I'll tell you that. Like it, it was as a it, uh, as it does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As you're a young hero trying to learn your abilities, uh, it doesn't necessarily go go so well the first time you try to save somebody's life. Yeah, uh, I mean, look at look back to like Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know he figures out he's got some sort of powers and right. i'm talking like toby mcguire spider-man so back in the day mm-hmm. and uh you know he he's trying to figure out his web shooters which come out of his body like everyone freaks out about right and um he's i just love like him trying to uh, go web he's, like doing <laughs> different stuff and like doing that yeah like fly <laughs> And he he ends up hooking that crane and just smokes that wall like yeah as a superhero nothing works perfect your first time out i will say this for all the viewers the toby Maguire spider-man movies fucking blow you know if you watch them now they have not yeah. aged well considering that the toby Maguire movies they were not comic accurate whatsoever when it came to the character of Spider-Man. I mean, well, no, he nowhere in in the entirety of Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's been around since what the sixties? Yeah, like the fifties, sixties. Yeah, so Spider-Man's been around the oh, nowhere in the entirety of that universe of Spider-Man did his webs come out of himself. Mm-hmm. They were always web shooters. He's always had to he, make web fluid. He always had to make the fluid. He made the shooters himself. You know, he got the tech from Oscorp. Right. Um, because he is like Peter Parker is a very intelligent human being, not just some high school kid, you know, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that part, as soon as I saw that, like when they first came out, mm-hmm. I was like, literally the only powers that spider-man actually has is the spider sense Mm -hmm. super strength and agility pretty much (laughs) like oh and obviously the uh wall crawling and shit like that right yeah but he's like a master acrobat but like other Mm -hmm. than that he can't shoot webs out of his body you know, he, he can't control spiders. Like there there's literally yeah. nothing about Spider Man 
make sense in the Tobey Maguire films whatsoever. No, um, no. And I think, you know, for as a superhero movie, though, right? If you know nothing and that's that's where you have a 50 50 on these movies and TV shows. Okay? Mm. So you have the people who have never read the comics, who don't know the characters, who just watch the show because it's a show. Mm -hmm. And they enjoy it because, you know, they don't they don't know. Right. And then there's people like you and me where we're like, well, that's not accurate. You know? <laughs> I, I don't dislike the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans because I'm, I'm, I like that they finally brought it in. Right, right. But at the same time, it was like there were so many inaccuracies that it was like, this is kind of hard to watch. See, so when when I was a kid, I loved the Tobey Maguire films because I was a kid when they came out. You know, right. I mean, Same. you you were a kid when they came out. So yeah. when those movies came out, just I was a little bit older kid. <laughs> yeah, I was over the moon excited about it. But then as I got older, I was like, this is fucking horrible. First off, Tobey Maguire's trying to pass off as a high school student and he's 30. Yeah, he was he was in his 30s during that movie. Yeah, he was in his 30s in the first Spider-Man <laughs> film. <laughs> like or no, he was like 28, 29. He was like late 20s, I yeah. want to say. He he was old when he started out and they made him a freaking high school student for one movie. Like the the, the whole thing about Spider-Man is he became a superhero when he was a child. He became a superhero when he was in high school, not when he was, yeah. not when he was about to go to college, not when he was on his way. You know, they, they, um, they unfortunately did the same thing with Andrew Garfield, but I will say Andrew Garfield I, yeah. showed more intelligence as Peter Parker. He was funnier. Yeah. He actually built web shooters and they actually showed the process of him building the web shooters, failing to build the web shooters, you know, too much web fluid, too much, uh, too much power. Yeah. Too much compressed gas to, you know, enable the web shooters. So that was pretty cool that they like showed the process of him building the perfect web shooters. Right. And, um, you know, the, the, it, it was another issue of in the first movie he was in high school, but then like halfway through the first movie, he went to college, I believe. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Something like that. Um, I think it was the beginning of the second. Okay. The beginning yeah, of the second movie. Like he was, yeah. But, you know, Andrew Garfield, speaking of, I'm going to get to another Andrew Garfield movie that I just watched for the first time and it was fucking incredible. But, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, he was also in his 30s in the first film, but he right, looks but like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. He still does. To Toby Maguire like, looked like a grown ass man. He looked like he'd been held back a few years. Yeah. Toby <laughs> Maguire looked like that degenerate kid that like got held back six years in a row and he was 25 in 12th grade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, he, he looked like a degenerate that just failed at life when it came yeah. to school. But Andrew Garfield, he looks very young. He still looks very young and he's like, I think he's like 40 now, but he still looks very yeah, young. And 
his Spider-Man was a lot more comic accurate. Obviously, the most comic accurate Spider-Man, according to the man that created Spider-Man, mm -hmm. is Tom Holland. So yeah. I I love that argument too. Have you have you heard mm -hmm. that argument where like everybody's like, oh, Tobey Maguire's the best. No, Andrew Garfield's the best. To yeah, Tobey Maguire was the best. Well, okay. When the man himself that created Spider-Man yep. tells you who the best Spider-Man is, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here, like, and you know this as well. So I loved Andrew Garfield's version. A hundred percent. So did I. Um, and not even like the, the age factor didn't play into it. Spider-Man is from New York. New Yorkers are mouthy. And throughout that the entire Amazing Spider-Man series, you see that in Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Yeah. Right? He's mouthing. He's like, "Hey, out of my way!" You know, he, yeah. he's he's talking. He's interacting with like the city. Right, you know? right, right. As a New Yorker, he loves his city. Um, and I think that's why. Don't get me wrong. Tom Holland is an amazing Spider-Man. Oh, hundred percent. He's done an amazing job at portraying the character going through everything that he's gone through mm -hmm. i wish he was mouthy like andrew garfield well i mean he is mouthy but it's more so towards the villains that he's encountering he's very he is a very mouthy spider-man very yeah. uh humorous very smart assy mm -hmm. spider-man yeah. but it's more so towards the people that he's fighting as opposed to just the generality of yeah. new york you know, the other thing that I really love about the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is they didn't introduce Mary Jane. That right. that was something I was a very happy with. A lot of people don't know who Gwen Stacy is. Exactly. A lot of people don't know that Gwen Stacy was one of Spider-Man's first girlfriends. Original. Yep. Like, she is the OG love interest of Spider-Man. Well, you have Spider-Gwen. Everyone's like, well, exactly. well, well, she is Spider-Man. Well... I think the Spider-Gwen exists in a universe where they weren't together. Yes. In a different universe, at least according yep. to um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, I mean, she's such a badass character. She was a cool character to Spider-Man. And, yeah. you know, Peter didn't okay. meet um, MJ until after Gwen died. Right, he didn't meet MJ until college. Yeah. Like, in the comics. He didn't, like, they were in school together, but they didn't officially meet and start hanging out and then have a, you know, a love interest until way later on. Right. All right, $1,000 question. Mm. Was it the fall or was it the web? That broke her neck. I How, that question has never been answered. Steve Ditko and Stanley have never answered it, right? Because so, in, that, in the comic, you know, as you know, and as you've seen in the movies, he tries to save her, right? So he whips down a web, grabs her torso, mm -hmm. and at the same time, <clears throat> the web retracts she smacks the ground but there's a like a huge debate and it has been for many years prior to even the movie coming out that when she when he yanks right 
and her body kind of just like folds in half that her neck snapped before she hit the ground but her head also smacks the ground so it's so like, it's, it's it's a difficult one i would say now i am not a certified like i i don't know much about physics not paramedics i'm, not, I'm not a paramedic, paramedic. i don't I'm know about physics however <laughs> What the little bit that I do know about physics, <coughs> and I could be completely fucking wrong here because I right. was high my entire high school career. <laughs> but what I possibly remember is at the rate of speed that she was falling, when he shot that web, she was still falling at a faster rate of speed than the web was coming down. Right. So by the time the web connected with her body, she was already going too fast. Mm-hmm. And when he yanked up, she had already hit the ground. Yeah. That's that would be my argument. I mean, she she was going faster than he was able to react. We right. all know that. It took him a split second before he went pew, shot the web. Yeah. It took him a split second before he actually realized what was happening. Yeah. He, he fired the web out of his wrist well out of the web shooter in his wrist down yeah. to her the web caught her but right as the web was catching her she was already about to hit the ground so mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that what killed her was smacking the ground because yes the impact peter did yank up to try to stop this yeah but like i said she was falling so fucking fast and either way here's the thing i feel like either way she would have died even so at that again this is way too like way too in depth like getting into physics and like terminal velocity and stuff like that okay falling at that rate of speed even if he'd have caught her in time right and done the exact same thing and she was you know 20 feet above the ground Mm mm-hmm and he'd have stopped her that fast she would have died and then it would have 100 percent been the fact that he caught her because you because you got to remember there's no stopping her like you have to stop her slow right you know? exactly An instant stop you're snapping exactly you're shit. like like they always say if you so like they say it a lot when it comes to you know people that take their lives by jumping off of bridges and yep. stuff like that when you're jumping or or when you're jumping or falling from 200 feet mm-hmm. 300 400 even 100 feet when you hit the ground it's that that water is no longer water you it's are a hitting a concrete slab right. like this is this is the water this is you it's well, it's why, not this like you're not going through no. that and, and especially flat right exactly if you enter i mean it's why if you watch most like swimming matches or like diving matches mm-hmm. they have a like basically a um, fountain underneath the diver it's not like feet in the air but you can see the water is dissipating yeah and the reason they do that is so that their entrance is already disturbed and they don't smack the water right right so yeah I, i'm with you i think it, it's it was the hit of the ground like regardless of what 
so speaking more on Gwen Stacy's death, I feel like either way, she would have been screwed. She mm -hmm. she would have been fucked either way. So oh, there was no scenario where she was coming out alive. So in, in, in that, as you said, if Peter was able to react as quickly as he wanted to to web her up before she mm -hmm. hit the ground, you got to remember she she was she was falling not really flat like she was kind of like angled like this yeah dropping yeah like just dropping down if if peter would have caught her before she hit the ground this is what would have happened like oh yeah he he would have yanked up and her body would have went like that so well, yeah because you have you have all this weight right and you grab it from a center point what happens to the weight that's outside of that point exactly it, it's still it trying it's being goes like by this. gravity. it goes yeah. like this you, yeah. you pull up it's going boom like that Folding. her ankles so, would have touched the back of her head so i'll say and this i don't think her neck would have broke if she was high enough up to uh right. to catch with the web but <clears throat> she would have been paralyzed for the rest of her life if not been dead. Up. her yeah. her back would have her spine would have snapped in half mm -hmm. so in, in a I, way I just, like, thinking of that scene in that movie like when that when they announced that gwen stacy was going to be his love interest i'm like you know i wonder are they going to do this right you know? because you know historically accurate from the comics that's how they literally exactly how it happens she falls from a clock tower. Well, I mean, and I'm like, that movie when they were in that clock tower, I'm like, this is it. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. As soon as that scene started and they were in that clock tower, I'm like, we're about to see Gwen Stacy die. And I was actually pretty excited about the fact that it was Harry Osborn's Green Goblin because he's the one that killed Gwen Stacy in the comics. Mm -hmm. However, Harry oh, didn't that become was one of the worst Green Goblins we've it, ever seen. Oh my though. God, that was. The worst Green Goblin ever. <laughs> but um, the the only issue that I had with that was Harry doesn't become the Green Goblin until after the fact that Norman was the Green Goblin and got fucked up. Right. Well, and they also created that disease. Yeah. That, that Norman died from. Right. Right. And that Harry had in the movie, like that was that doesn't that doesn't exist. Right. They created that specifically for the movie. So, so that that was kind of weird that like we never actually got to see Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man go up against the original Green Goblin. Norman. We we yeah. just kind of had to deal with the knockoff version of the Green Goblin. However, yeah. it did its job and they were comic accurate with who killed Gwen, how Gwen died and where she died. Yeah. So I was blown away by that, you know. I mean, I would have loved to see a third Andrew Garfield Spider-Man because I I loved the Andrew Garfield movies. I really did. I yeah. thought he was a phenomenal Spider-Man. I loved the fact that they uh, they included the lizard. You know, I yeah. thought that was really cool. Um, Doc Connors, yeah. And Electro. Although Jamie Foxx's blue alien-looking Electro, it yeah. was kind of weird, however... It was pretty but, comic accurate if you're following the Ultimate Spider-Man version. Yeah, although, on which, I don't believe he blurry. turned. Did he ever turn blue in the Ultimate? 
I think he was always yellow, but I, I think what again what they were trying to portray there was that he was actually still weaker in power. Yeah. So that's why in um Spider-Man 4, the Tom Holland or no Spider-Man 3. Is it three? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, we've already had three of them. Um That's why in that version, you know, when he first shows up, he's still kind of blue, right? Right, right. But then he gets the arc reactor and now he's yellow. So like that was our comic accurate yellow electro. Right, right. Minus like the green suit. Like I thought that would have been kind of funny. Like if we'd have Well, if you remember, remember when they were um at all the uh at the power lines when Tom Holland what what the fuck are those things called? Just like the power station or the the yeah, like the power station towers. Like the towers and shit. If yeah. you remember when he was floating, when he materialized yeah. in the electricity or no, no, it was a little later in the film after he had already had the arc reactor and he, uh, it, it was after the whole apartment scene. Yeah. I re- I do remember the one part where they, they had like a little bit of a callback to the original comic book costume with the, with the, the lightning bolts yeah, coming lightning out of his face. face. Yes. And I thought that I thought was that fucking was so awesome. Cool. And I accept yeah. that, you yeah. know? I, I, yeah, I agree. Because Electro is one of my favorite Spider-Man characters. I don't know why he's a stupid ass character, but he's one of my favorite Spider-Man characters ever. And I've always wanted to see green suit Electro the goofy ass costume i've always wanted to see that and when i got to yep. see the the, the star yeah like the, the star yeah. electricity face coming off yep. of uh jamie fox's max dylan i was like i'll accept that that's great you know Let's like see. that made me very happy so pull this up i i was excited with that what i really want to see so what what really upset it upset it upset it what, <laughs> what really upset me was um they had a bunch of characters that were introduced but did nothing with in the yeah. MCU so the I mean the, I mean you know it's just a start so yeah i mean another character that i really love is scorpion yeah. And they Which used we saw like a teaser. Exactly. Him. We had Mac Gargan played by Michael Mondo in the first Spider-Man movie. And in the end credit scene, it was kind of alluding to the fact that he was going to become Scorpion. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they never did anything with Mac Gargan again. But, you know, Michael Keaton as Vulture. Perfect. Ah, chef kiss. Incredible. Yeah. I love Michael Keaton as an actor and um, him as the vulture, probably one of the greatest castings I've ever seen for a Spider-Man villain. You know, Willem Dafoe, the best Green Goblin. Only like it's kind of the whole concept of like, you know, we've had we grew up with um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, even though he's not even remotely comic book accurate. Yes. He played, he portrayed a like perfect Wolverine. Right, right, right. Um, that is William Defoe. Although I would have really loved to see the, I mean, I could be the only one. 
I would have really loved to see the classic Wolverine costume. Like him well, actually they, wear it. They teased it. They teased it in the uh and, and in the Wolverine. The Wolverine, yeah. And that was they deleted that. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even in the movie. That was a deleted scene that you had to have the DVD for. Yeah. And he opens the case and right there it is, and it's like Come and it, on. it was the classic right there. the classic yellow and brown costume not the yep. blue and yellow it was the classic yellow and brown costume and he looks at it and says yeah i'm not wearing that and i was like yeah i was like but why not why yeah it's right there put it on just put on the helmet for me and that's all yeah. yeah. put on the helmet please yeah. And they never did anything with that again. And that, like, that broke my fucking heart. You know? So, I love yeah, Hugh Jackman, though. He's great as Wolverine, dude. He's great in anything. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I was reading a continuing, you know, we've been... That's your Spider-Man info for today. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was reading on Miss Marvel, right? So, Kamala Khan. Uh-huh. And it... You know, I, I don't know anything about her story other than that she was the first Muslim Pakistani mm -hmm. superhero that we saw in comics. Yes. Um, but it says that she possessed latent inhuman lineage. Yes, in the comic books, she is an inhuman. Right. Okay. And then that in the comics, she was out and about she lived in New Jersey. She was out and about, and she was exposed to Tyrgen mist. And that's what, um, like, amped up her powers, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about this girl, really. Like, I mean, it's a good show, though. But uh, they, they changed everything to, like, they changed everything in the comic books to kind of make it, um... Well, because the Inhumans technically have not been introduced in the MCU aside from Black that god-awful TV show. Well, and then... That's true, yeah. That, and then Multiverse of terrible. Madness. Yeah. So... So, this Tyrion mist... So, obviously, going down my rabbit hole, right? Uh-huh. I don't know how it's introduced in the show yet. Uh, but it says that it's a mutant... A mutant causing substance arising from a vapor from the Tyrgen crystals. Okay. And the reason it was used is because Thanos invades Earth looking for his bastard son Thane. Mm-hmm. And Black Bolt releases the Tyrgen mist in Earth's atmosphere to activate a Tyrgen bomb. And doing so it activates all of the like latent inhuman um, cells, mutant cells, and people. Yeah, and that's how Camilla gets her powers. Well, powers so get activated basically. In the uh, in the TV show, they totally went sideways with it. She has like this uh, this like family bracelet heirloom. I forget what yeah. they're called. Um, it's like a, it's like this big in diameter. Oh yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Like it's one of them things. I forget what yeah. the fuck is that called? Like a cuff, not not a cuff, a uh, like a razor. Is that what it's called? 
I don't know. But I'm it's thinking gonna back to like me. World of Warcraft and Diablo and like trying to think of what it's called. <laughs> so I'm assuming that's where her powers come from, is from that. Yeah. Cuff. I'm just gonna call it a cuff, because uh, I don't know. I need to know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> what is me? Oh, it's a bangle. Bangle, that's it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bangle. That's so, the word. Interesting. So they went real physical with it instead of. Yes. Mm, okay. But apparently in, in episode two, her best friend, Bruno, states that the power hey, talk about Bruno <laughs> states that the power is coming with inside of her and that the bangle is kind of like amplifying it. It's like, yeah, it's like a conduit. It's it's amplifying her ability. So, so they still kind of play on the fact that it's a latent mutant gene. Yes. Yeah. Even though we haven't seen any mutants yet. Right. So, Interesting. I mean, it's a good show, man. I, I, I highly recommend it. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it because, again, right. I don't really know much about the character. Um, I know she's not the first Miss Marvel. No, that. she is. Carol the, Danvers. But she is the first Muslim Miss Marvel. Yes, uh, she was introduced in the mid 2000s, I want to say. 2013, 14. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But um, um, so what? Carol Danvers was actually the first Miss Marvel. Yes. After she, so like she was Captain Captain Marvel, came Miss Marvel, and then now I don't know what she is like in today's yeah. day and age. So, what I I'm really really liking, um, the show. Excuse me. <coughs> I'm really liking the show. Because it's it's really diving into the uh, the heritage of the Pakistani people, you know. Mm -hmm. We we're we're seeing the insides of mosques. We're seeing the oh, okay. the okay. festivals that they have. It's so it's it's pretty cool that we get to see this heritage coming to yeah, life I mean, in in a series. That, the fact that you know with the plethora of issues that we have in the world today um the fact that you know they were thinking about this kind of thing years and years ago you mm -hmm. know just inclusion of all minorities because at the end of the day it doesn't matter who or what you are if you are a superhero that's all that matters 100 percent if you are helpful it doesn't matter it doesn't matter your skin color your nationality where you come from it doesn't it does not matter 100 and that's what i love about any comic or story or i mean even even in real life you know it doesn't take it, your skin color doesn't determine you know being a good person right and so i i love, I love that, that they introduced the diversification more. man yep. it's it is something that the MCU has needed for a very long time because, I mean, yeah. all the characters that we know and love, aside from Falcon and War Machine, they've... Storm. And Storm. But she's yep. not part of the MCU yet. No, but yeah, yeah. But with the MCU, we have had yep. very few minorities being highlighted as heroes. I mean... Mm -hmm. 
so we've got and we had mantis from yeah uh, guardians but that's few and far between yeah. but now I, I so we've too. got the the we are diversifying with characters that not a lot of people have ever heard of myself included shang chi yeah, yeah. never heard of shang chi watched yeah. the movie i thought ten that rings. Yeah. dude i thought that 10 rings was better than black panther i think it's right there to be honest i i think you know it again it brings in more heritage from other nationalities that right. people don't they don't know you know exactly um you know my wife is asian mm -hmm. and so i've been accustomed to that for the past nine years and it's a it, it, it's a culture shock for yeah. someone like you know i'm just an average white male you know right so the fact that they brought that character in just like it just strengthens the connection that we have in the right. world um and then he, like you said black panther wakanda like that whole that movie was so good oh uh, i will not dispute that it was a it was probably one of it's one of the best mcu movies in terms of you know expansions yeah like you know you have your straight line you have your avengers right but yes. then you have all these branches of the characters that we you you want to know these characters exactly. that's the whole point you want to know them you want to have a connection with them and i think they're doing an amazing job at doing that oh 100 percent. so i i feel like i feel like now we're we are at a point in the mcu where we we i, I don't think we would have ever thought about being in there in this how the fuck do i say this I don't I I feel like we would have never been here 10 15 years ago 10 15 years ago with where the MCU stands now mm -hmm. with Shang-Chi Miss Marvel fucking Black Panther yeah. um even Mantis I feel like we would have never been in this position 10 15 years ago you had your Iron Mans you had your Thors you had yeah. your your spider-mans the all, all of the other characters like, i mean yeah. we've we've been introduced to spawn blade yep. uh even steel uh, that movie's we're not going to talk about how bad that movie was but i mean you, you you've gotten little bits and pieces of different cultures and different different people of color and minorities and they, they were never solidified though you know, Blade. I think it's more important now. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think the fact that it is now, like with everything going on with the way the world is, because it's just been a shit show for the past. Yeah. <laughs> years, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's so important and it's like you said, I, I don't know the right wording for it. Like it's important. Just doesn't seem impactful enough. Like, right. I, I think the fact that those characters are now, on film they're getting credit and yep i love it i think that now more than ever that is what we need it's incredible and you know all of these all of these culture shock movies you know they did it right look yeah. at black panther yeah all of their cast aside from martin freeman were mm -hmm. 
black actors and actresses, African-American yeah. actors and actresses, you know, yep. people in African culture. Yeah. And they were spot on. They were spot on and they were put on a pedestal, you yep. know, which is incredible. They, they were, they were captured as this hidden, basically this hidden country that was well advanced um, among the rest of the world. You know, yeah. they, they had technology that nobody in the U.S. ever, like, has seen. They right. had technology yeah. that nobody in the rest of the world has seen. They were far advanced than any other group of people in the world, which yeah. was an incredible, incredible... Um... Why can't I fucking find the words, Doug? It did. It's yeah. I don't know. I, I'm the same way. I can't. It was a the... oh. It was an incredible representation of a group of people. Yeah. And same with Shang Chi. Yeah. More, just all Asian cast. Mm -hmm. Just really. I can watch that movie over and over to be oh, honest. Dude, like, it's so good. I, I... Really, they they really hit it home with the culture shocks and just getting us to understand their point yeah. of view, you know, understand the world that they live in and the beliefs that they have, yeah, the uh, the foods they eat, the the people they surround themselves with, their religions, you know, it's yeah. it's really cool in Miss Marvel to kind of dive into the the I'm the religions it. yeah. it's i'm excited to watch it and just because again like it's i'm all about experiencing different cultures 100 you know, I, I grew up for the first uh, honestly for the first i call it let's see i met my wife we've been together to be nine years in october so i Hell spent yeah. the majority of my life just a bland you know <laughs> I right. went to Olive Garden and that was my like you know, <laughs> the best food I've ever had. Hell you know? yeah. <laughs> and you know, like just in that nine year span, like my world has been You've been introduced flipped. to a culture it's, you never thought you'd be a part of. Exactly. Um and I it's I'm one hundred percent thankful that I was introduced to it and yeah. was welcomed in too, because a lot of times that doesn't happen. You right, know? right. Um, so the fact that we're seeing more and more and more and more culture, not just in superhero movies, you know, comic movies, but just in general, right? I'm I'm 100% for. Hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that, um, dude. So where do we go from here? Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's take a dive real quick on okay. upcoming movies. How about that? Yeah. And then we'll do our I mean, mashup and we got we'll do Thor. our we got no. Thor coming in two weeks. July eighth. Thor Love and Thunder. That's literally what I was just looking at. Oh, real quick, real quick, before we get into the movies, there is one thing. Oh yeah, what were you saying about Andrew Garfield movie? Oh that too. That's so two, two things that I wanna <laughs> talk about real quick. One of them, um I didn't even know a new Ninja Turtles game came out, bro. Yeah, it's like the it's like an old side scroll. Yeah, dude, like I'm, I'm I might actually yeah. get it. It's like twenty bucks on Steam, bro. Okay. 
I might have to get it. It's co-op too. If if you want to really? dabble, yeah. I would imagine it'd be a, like a four-person player. Yeah, you you, you get to play as I believe Casey Jones. You get to oh, play shit. as April O'Neil, and you get to play as all the turtles. So naturally, if you're interested, I mean, we we could throw that into the mix as well. May have to. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But the uh, so this movie came out six years ago, and. Uh, it's the Andrew Garfield film I was going to talk about. Right. Based on a true story. I never saw this movie until last night. You know, I, I was like, I was looking up on BTV. Cause if you click on the character or you click on the actor, it'll show a list of every fucking movie they've been in. And you could just watch it from there. So yeah. this one movie, you know, I'm not, Can I guess it. Can I guess it? You probably know what, where, what it is. I, maybe. Take yes dude so i'm not real big into like war films i've seen a handful of them you know i saw yeah. zero dark 30 for the first time like two years ago gotcha so like i'm not big into like military films and it's not because i don't appreciate them it's just that i've never had just like not your thing. yeah exactly i've always hey. had the interest in the video games but i've never yeah. been like into the movies but you know something drew me to Hacksaw Ridge. I saw yeah. the description where he was a conscientious uh, objector. It's based <laughs> off of a true story where he refused to pick up a weapon because of his religious beliefs. Yeah. Um, he was a um, seven day Adventist or Adventist. Adventist, yeah. Adventist. He was a. Uh, he's. Um, would it be celebrated Sabbath or? Um, I don't think celebrated is the correct term. Yeah, I'm not. When it comes to the religion side of it, I'm not real big on he, it. He, like, I just, I don't know. he observes not... Sabbath. He yeah. he is an observer of Sabbath where you don't He's... work on a Saturday. Yep. And, you know, it, it showed basically desmond doss's entire life i mean yeah. in the two hour time span but uh you know it showed where it, in the film his father was very abusive you know because he was in war and all that all that stuff mm -hmm. he, he was in the war lost a lot of his buddies became an alcoholic became abusive abusive towards his son and his wife and desmond yeah stopped his father from a domestic abuse on his mother with a gun almost killed his father and then realized that he never wanted to touch a firearm again enlisted in the military yeah enlisted in the military became a conscientious objector and they were actually going to throw him in prison because he wanted to be a combat medic, but he had to... Would not bear arms. Yeah, he he refused to bear arms. He had to go to court because he refused to um, take the firearm course training, training firearm yep. training, um, yep. refused to get his license in firearm training or what is it? The, there there was a bunch of qualifications that he had to get in order so, to become a combat medic yeah i mean in the military you have to have x amount of training and like certifications basically 
exactly to be put in the field especially a combat situation yes. and, um, and he refused to do anything that had to do with weaponry and violence in general yep and um, dude just watching that movie uh, I mean, they had an all-star cast too. You had Vince Vaughn oh, yeah. in there. You had I, Sam yeah. Worthington, mm -hmm. and you know that was the first role Hugo that I. Weaving, like he was yeah, in there. Hugo Weaving. He was, a, he was the dad. That was the very first film I've ever seen where Vince Vaughn was like in a serious role. Yeah. And he absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Um, it was also a really emotional film. It was a very emotional film because you see this scrawny little dude, mm -hmm. the, this scrawny skin and bone guy, uh, it, Vince Vaughn called him private cornstalk. Um, you, you, you see this religious, the, this super religious refusing to bear arms kid going into battle against the Japanese at, at a uh, hacksaw Ridge in Okinawa. And he saved 72 fucking wounded soldiers without lifting a fucking firearm. Did not harm one person. Saved 72 people. Got a Medal of Honor, got Purple Hearts. He is the definition of a hero. The literal definition of a real life hero. Yep. That was probably one of the greatest films I've ever watched. It was emotional. It was moving. It made you feel good. It made you have hope. That movie was absolutely it's a, it's a very good movie. amazing. It was incredible, dude. It was incredible. That's all I have to say. If you have not seen Hacksaw Ridge, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Yep. So, let's get to the movies that are coming out. So, we've got Thor Love and Thunder, July 8th, which I'm excited for. I'm very um, excited. I'm curious to see how they do, you know, do the spin on Jane and how she became him to find Mjolnir and, you know, because we haven't seen her for a while now. Right, um, right. You know, so, and I know how it turns out in the comics, so I'm curious to see how they do that with this mm -hmm. uh, movie. And, you know, this is... Thor coming off of being, as everyone called him, you know, donned him Fat Thor. Uh, <laughs> so this movie is him coming out of that. You know, this is shortly after um, Endgame takes place. Right. Um, now, so yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes. I'm very excited about Thor because they're introducing a character that has ties to symbiotes. Mm -hmm. They're introducing Gore the God Butcher. Yep. For those of you that don't know who Gore the God Butcher is, he is a maniac for one. Yeah. And he is a force to be reckoned with. He is the last surviving person from his planet, if I'm not mistaken. Um and he prayed to the gods to save his people. Mm -hmm. And the gods didn't answer. So he took it upon himself to become the killer of gods. His name is Gore the God Butcher. And right. you got a you got a, a pretty tall order with that kind of name. Yeah. 
And I mean, the fact that he already has that name, he's not self-appointed either as the God Butcher. No. Uh, so. So I, I just real quick, I, I, I'm looking up the character uh, because I, I don't. I know that he gets his weapons, weapons. What the fuck well, do you mean? Sword is. Um... um, I, I just want to know what the name of the sword is. It's a symbiotic sword. Oh, there we go. Gore uses his, used his new weapon, all black, the necro sword to kill the gold armored God. Mm -hmm. And he had gotten this sword from the symbiote God Null. So with them introducing Gore into Thor Love and Thunder, one's gotta ask you is this going to be our first introduction our first real introduction not counting the tom hardy and venom symbiote uh cameo in no way home is this going to be our first official look into the world of the symbiotes right that's what i want to know because the symbiotes are fucking incredible and i want to see the symbiotes coming to the world of the the clintar yeah the clintar is what the symbiotes call themselves and i'm pretty sure that's what their planet's called right i don't remember i know like the symbiotes were some of my favorite villains mm -hmm. just because they're so chaotic yeah um, yeah so another character that's come, like being introduced um, in that movie. Let me go back to it. Uh, technically, it, it her name is Bast, B-A-S-T. Um, and it also connects a lot of, and a lot of characters. Um, pull it back up. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Bassett God is what she is in the movie. Um, she connects, so she's an Egyptian um, God as okay. well. So, used to live in what is now Wakanda. Okay. Um, as she connects, let me see, let me see. Do, 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 do. I just saw it. I just wonder what they're Mephisto, uh, Psycho Man, Shuri, and even Doctor Doom. So, mm. She Hulk, uh, like that character connects a lot of different people. So I'm curious to see. I, I think this is the turn we've been waiting for on yeah. seeing uh, not only mutants in the MCU, but just everything. A lot, a lot of characters. 100%. I'm excited for this movie. July 8th, 2022, yep. Thor Love and Thunder. And then shortly after that, you've got She-Hulk. Wakanda. 
Well, She-Hulk is for the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm I'm going like TV shows and Full movies. Oh yeah. Well, you might as well, right? Yeah. I mean, we got She-Hulk Attorney at Law coming out in August seven August seventeenth. So a month after Thor: Love and Thunder comes out, we get to we get to witness the Incredible Hulk's cousin, She-Hulk. So that's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully she's a whore. I mean, she was. <laughs> she was in the comics. Hey, I mean, that's that's had, what I'm saying. She was a she whore in the comics. Every person in the Avengers, is, uh, you know, minus Hulk, obviously. But yeah. Um, oh, that'd be I'm, freaky. I'm I'm curious to see how they um, spin that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we've got Wakanda Forever coming out. Yep. So um, we'll see how that goes. Um, from what I understand is that Shuri is the new Black Panther. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if they do it right, I can get behind it. But uh, I, I wish that we were getting more Chadwick Boseman or even Winston Duke. Yeah, I think Winston Duke as Black Panther would be interesting. Yeah. Or I mean um, recast him. I know that's not the I know that's not what everybody wants to hear, but recast right. him. You know. Yeah. I mean it's it's one of those things where you, you either you kill the series or you kill the series, or you, you know, write it as he retired or something. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you would do that. But. Right, right. Um, let's see. So after Black Panther, we've got. Well, actually, that's the last one for this year. Yeah, and well, the so, last yeah. movie. The last movie, yeah. And then we've got uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Yep, but that's going straight to Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. How it fits. So, uh, so basically, it's. It will. Be a nod basically to the star wars holiday special as it will the guardians i hope this means someone will be will do a big song and dance yeah, of course the special will be set between love and thunder and guardians 3. yeah which that doesn't come out till middle of the next year i think uh yeah uh and then you got i am groot that comes out this season or this year yep uh untitled halloween special yeah yeah the untitled halloween special uh honestly man i'm not really excited for the i am groot series i'm gonna watch it but i'm not super excited I, for it i i couldn't yeah. groot is my least favorite guardian uh yeah, not agreed. because i think he's a bad character i just he's a tree uh ant-man I mean, and the wasp I'm thankful he was there to help thor because he gave yeah him, you know well, they've got a lot of stuff coming out, dude. I mean, oh, I also wanted to you. You had mentioned something the other night that uh, I remembered mm -hmm. uh, the Ben Affleck Daredevil film. <laughs> Can we just talk about why that movie exists? <laughs> I, you know, I think it was their failed <laughs> attempt at bringing Daredevil to film. I mean, okay, again, um, as kids, it was a good movie. As an adult, yeah. that movie is dog shit. I, I own it. I also own Electra. <laughs> I will now, 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 let me, let me, because I want a full 
collection of every Marvel <coughs> movie. Right, right. Not, not because I enjoyed those movies. I'm pretty oh, sure Elektra is still wrapped in plastic. So. <laughs> um, I don't blame you. Yeah. Um. Oh, one thing I want to do yep. next uh, with our next episode. I want to talk more about like comic book shops and adventures to comic book yeah. shops like you I'm know you you've gone to a con or two so let's a talk few. about that as well um you know like things that we hold near and dear to our heart like like so this i have this comic book right here this nice. is the the first appearance of taskmaster signed by george perez the Hell guy yeah, that created awesome. Taskmaster. So I, I want to talk about shit like that as well. Okay. Yeah. Like in the future, because we are we are pushing our time here. So. And I'm looking for a character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna look for a educational character, and then uh, we will do our mashup. So also, it is your turn to pick a page once we do our mashup. Okay. Yeah. So, let's take a gander through. Interesting. All right. Well, I found one. Okay. That guy looks awesome. And I never knew this person existed, so it's a new one for me, too. All right. I've got one that some might know, others might not. Um, I think this is a really cool character. He's in the Speedster family, but I'm going to let you. you go first. You know, that's one thing, too. Um the difference between Marvel and uh, I got sneeze. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> I tried to mute my mic and that did not work. All I good. apologize. Um, there aren't a lot of speedsters in Marvel. You know, no. we've got Quicksilver. <laughs> Anybody, Anybody? Anybody raise their hand? Anybody? Anybody? We, we got know? Quicksilver. <laughs> um, that I know of personally. There's a ton of speedsters in DC. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I will say this. The speedster that I chose is not one of these two. Right. Yeah. I mean, not one of 20. these guys. Although, okay. I mean, they will be chosen at some point. Yeah. But it's not one All of right. them. You go ahead. You want me to go first? Yep. Do it. Okay. This guy is a newer speedster introduced in the flash rebirth volume two issue number one august 2016 his real name august hart uh his base of operations is central city just like most of the others uh his height and weight both unknown uh eyes are brown hairs black Powers and abilities, super speed, ability to create a double of himself, which is probably which most speedsters can. Uh, yes, but it can hurt them severely. Right, uh, and as they split, it downs their powers. So. so, his allies, but at one point, was not an ally. The Flash, the Barry Allen Flash, okay. enemies Reverse Flash. He has no affiliations. Can you guess who he is? You said his name was Arthur? Uh, August Hart. August that's Hart. his That's his real name. Is it Godspeed? Yes. It yeah. is Godspeed. And I'll, I'll read a little bit of uh, 
I'll read his description. It's not a very long one. August Hart was a detective in the Central City Police Department and one of Barry Allen's best friends. When his brother was murdered and the perpetrator escaped justice, August wanted vengeance. His chance came when he struck by, when he was struck by the Speed Force Lightning and was one of the many citizens who became new speedsters. If if you haven't read that story arc, uh there was a Speed Force storm that like covered yep. Central City and created a whole bunch of new speedsters. Yep. Um August's obsession with revenge led him down a dark path as and he adopted the persona Godspeed. He stopped at nothing to find the criminal, including killing other speedsters and taking their power for himself in order to become stronger. After being captured by the Flash, Godspeed had time to think and reflect on his actions, realizing that he had done wrong, and he helped the Flash defeat Gorilla, Glo Gorilla Grodd, but he was later killed by the Reverse Flash. Imagine that. Godspeed's a dope fucking character, man. Uh... Yeah that just seeing the twist i don't know if you've have you read that story arc the the, um, the, the story arc where godspeed's Speed introduced storm. yeah um i'm not real familiar with it um i'm familiar with them as much as what i've seen in the tv shows because they okay. actually did do that Okay. Uh, they did the Speed Force storm. I mean, they made it to where even um, Iris was a speedster at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, but I'm not real familiar with it, though. No. So basically in the story, um, like it said in the description, August was struck by the Speed Force storm. He became a speedster as well. And he started out as Barry's sidekick, mm -hmm. quote unquote, like kind of like his sidekick. And um, there was this other speedster that was killing young speedsters and gaining their power named Godspeed. Right. And so August was doubling himself yeah. I was as thinking two people. In the series that I saw, or like I haven't caught, been caught completely up, but in the series I, I remember seeing like there was multiple Godspeeds. Yes. But um, in the... In this TV show, August Hart and Barry were never friends. They never worked together. At least based off of what I remember from when I stopped watching the show. But um, in the comic books, they were friends and August was trying to help him find out who Godspeed was. And then he revealed himself to be Godspeed and they had this massive fight. He almost killed Barry. He was a very powerful speedster hmm. so it, it it obviously ended in him getting arrested and then he reflected on what he had done and he realized what he did was not the right thing to do hmm. so yeah i like it i'm curious like i've been wanting to catch up on the flash series too because that's one of my favorites yeah that that's a really so. good show I'm, I I want to get back into that. I want to learn, or not learn, but I want to catch up on the show. I'm like four seasons behind, bro. Oh, I'm way behind. <laughs> yeah. All right, your okay. turn. Okay. This person's name. Well, it's not really going to give it away. Oh, right, well. Uh, this person's name is Kane Parker. K-A-I-N-E. Oh, uh, okay. His occupation is adventurer and former assassin. 
his base is just wherever various okay uh, he is six foot four 250 pounds brown eyes brown hair first appearance web of spider-man number 118 november 1994 scarlet spider kane is literally just kane that's his name just kane kane yep okay continue real real uh <laughs> real original <laughs> on that one yeah um so kane possesses the strength speed and agility of spider-man as well as the ability to burn the mark of kane into the skin of his victims oh my god so yeah there's that <laughs> wait uh he's a clone of peter parker isn't he yep yep so the first and flawed clone of peter parker created by jackal kane developed cellular degeneration and survived only by wearing a special life support suit his condition left him badly scarred and caused his spider powers to become twisted and magnified Abandoned by his creator and knowing himself to be merely a mockery of true life, he wandered the world, taking on work as an assassin to survive. Hmm. Yeah. So Let me Kane see believed him. the Ben Riley clone of Peter Parker was the true Spider-Man and tormented Riley, framing him for a series of murders. Eventually, the Jackal drew Kane back into Peter's life and he finally learned the truth. Kane later traded places with Peter when the Cravens family when the Craven family was after him and was sacrificed to bring Craven back from the dead. The Jackal hmm. revived Kane as the new Tarantula. Original. Hmm. Uh, but after taking the... Wait. Did I just read that? Yeah. But after taking the Spider Island Cure. The Spider Island Cure. <laughs> Kane was healed to be stable perfect clone with new spider-man powers he later took on the identity of scarlet spider ha i fucking knew it don't tell me i'm wrong ever again doug <laughs> hey i'm just reading what i'm reading man i didn't know this person i knew scarlet spider obviously yeah because his suit is black and red right yeah yep yeah, that's the new Scarlet Spider because the original Scarlet Spider was the red outfit with the blue hoodie blue, on top of it. Blue hoodie. Yeah, yep. that was Ben Riley. Yep. Ha ha! I'm smart. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he's a cool character. Yeah. He sounded familiar when you said Kane Parker. I was like, I I was flipping through my memory bank and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's a clone, yep. but he was like a mean clone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what, like, the it's similar lines of, like, Bizarro, right? Where yeah. he's a flawed clone, and he doesn't know, oh, I don't know who I am. Right, right. So. But, yeah. All right. All right. So, pick a page, any page, right? Let's, let's try something. See if my book will just open to a page. Um, let's go with 253. 253? Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, so on my page, there's an entire, it's like 
an entire team, so I'm going to backtrack to page 252. Okay. Uh, so on my page on 253, it was... Ah! Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I, I can... Okay, never mind. We're going to go 253 because I, I started reading the description and it pulls out one of the main characters of this group. Gotcha. So, okay, we're good. All right. So, how did we do this the last time? Did we give the description or just go f like straight forward who it is? And whatnot? Um, I don't remember. We were... I mean, we, we just we first gave off the description like we do with the educational and then we gotcha, and try to guess it yeah all right um i'm not gonna give you his real name okay uh because it is his name <laughs> okay um man i even his base and occupation <laughs> fuck it it's no more but it's no more <laughs> okay <laughs> So, real name, Prince Namor, a.k.a. Namor McKenzie, a.k.a. Submariner. Uh, occupation, Lord of Atlantis, CEO of Oracle Inc. Base Atlantis, obviously. Okay. Uh, six foot two, 278 pounds, uh, blue and gray eyes, black hair, first appearance, Motion Picture Funnies Weekly, 1939. Damn. He's been around a while. Yeah, he has. So, uh, he is the mutant son of the blue-skinned Atlantean princess of a blue-skinned Atlantean princess and American sea captain. Okay. Ring any bells? Ring, ring any bells? Wait, say it again? I'm, I'm just saying, like, this This may or may not have come straight ripped from another character that we know from that book. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking Aquaman. Uh, he was raised in the underwater kingdom of Atlantis, grew up hating all surface dwellers. Oh. Again, sound familiar? <laughs> uh, during World War II, Namor briefly sided with the allies against the Axis powers and joined the super teams known as the Invaders and the Liberty Legion. So, Word. Yeah. So he's the uh, Marvel. Okay, I gotta say something while you're reading your character. Okay. Um, so the character I'm going to pull out of this group. So the group is the Red Lantern Corps. Ooh. So it's focusing on one with one of them with the description and I'm, you may, you may know. Um, so the one that is being pulled from is Atrocitus. Yeah. Atrocitus. Oh my God. So. I'm, I'm just going to give a description because it shows it, it's talking about their powers and the members. So, um, all, all members of the, uh, Red Lantern Corps, they're able mm -hmm. to vomit blazing bile wearing their red, uh, their Red Lantern rings afford them flight, full environmental protection, intergalactic transportation, translation, uh, Violent energy projection and hard light constructs if the wielder can focus their thoughts. Atrocitus. I, I didn't read his powers, did I? You did not. Okay, well, I'll get it. I'll get it when you. Okay. Um. 
and i'll give a little bit of a explanation on who atrocitus is because again it uh you know focuses on him atrocitus is one of the five inversions who survived the massacre of sex of sex <laughs> the massacre became red. <laughs> of yeah the massacre of sector 666 manhunter robots carried out the slaughter but atrocitus held their creators the guardians of the universe really responsible uh, imprisoned for billions of years on i'm not even gonna pretend try to pronounce that ismalt as part of the Owens furtive cover-up. Atrocitus eventually broke free and through magic and the blood of his fellow captives harnessed his boiling fury. Building a central power battery to tap the emotional spectrum light of rage, he dispatched red power rings to find being similarly wrong, wronged, and driven by a hunger for retribution all across the universe red lanterns began ex exacting fearful vengeance on those deemed to have escaped justice their rings constantly stoked their their blazing fury and here's what i didn't know about them possession of a red possession by a red power ring lasts a lifetime the mm -hmm. bonding is permanent and the bearer of the ring will die in agony if it is removed like all spectrum warriors red lanterns have their own oath to recite when recharging their rings with blood and rage of crimson red ripped from a corpse so freshly dead together with our hellish hate will burn you all that is your fate okay some enemies <laughs> Some of their enemies include the Sinestro Corps, the Green Lantern Corps, the Blue Lantern Corps, the Third Army, Voltum, Relic, the Guardians of the Universe, Black Lantern Corps, Krona, and the Wheel. And their affiliations are the Star Sapphire Corps. <laughs> We're going to focus on Atrocitus for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you read um, your powers, affiliations. Yeah, it doesn't really give any affiliations. It just gives me his powers. Okay. Um, so super strength, stamina, and durability. These traits decline the more time he spends out of water. Hmm. Uh, amphibious can swim underwater at 60 miles an hour. Uh, can see clearly in ocean depths telepathic rapport with marine life can duplicate many of their abilities wings on ankles ability to fly huh. motherfucker has wings on his ankles yeah and he can fly so he's a flying fish <laughs> <laughs> and i looked okay oh my god first appearance was motion picture funnies weekly number one april 1939 that okay. should have been his first and last just saying uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> aquaman's first appearance was more funny comics oh my fucking god 1941 so just saying <laughs> yeah i wonder where you guys got those fucking characters from you fucking idiots 
Uh, <laughs> hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That is what this equates to right now with Aquaman and fucking yeah. Namor. Uh, so on the whole, like, Green Lantern, Red Lantern, uh, that is one of my favorite groups in the DC universe good is group. the Lanterns. Yeah. All Lanterns. Like, the fact that each one represents a certain feeling, too, is just, I think it's so cool. Mm -hmm. um, um, I'm going to immediately go out and say uh, Atrocitus <laughs> uh, would absolutely destroy destroy namor um especially considering the longer he's out of water the weaker yeah. he gets yeah when you said that i was like if he tries to defend namor he is no more he's no more yeah, here's <laughs> the thing. he has strength stamina and durability like every other fucking super powered character in both but universes he gets weaker as soon as he steps out of water. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, he has 24 hours before his powers start to decrease. No, he steps out of water. He starts to die. Yeah. <laughs> the man might as well have a fishbowl on his head. And yeah. And he might be okay. Uh, I uh, mean. So the, the man can swim <laughs> fast. Um, the lanterns can go anywhere. There's no, they have no Yeah. Their the, ring is what no powers them. Their, yeah. I feel like the only way that Namor could even remotely win in a fight against Atrocitus is if he somehow was able to lure Atrocitus to a body of water so that way he got his like full strength and was able to remove the power ring from Atrocitus. Right. Because Atrocitus would die an agonizing death. Right. But again, in saying that, right, and we, we talked about this, was it last week? Was it last week that I think the character had something that if they could remove it, you know what I mean? Yeah, last week it was Bizarro and... Who was it? I don't remember. Anyway, no, Namor doesn't know that that's where his power comes from. Yeah. Right. So he's not going to immediately know I need to get that ring off of him and then he'll die because these are two right, completely right. separate universes. Yeah, that's going to bug the shit out of me. I know it started with a B. It was Bizarro and... We'll have to look back. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to listen to it. Bro, what? Oh, Baron Mordo. Sling ring. Yeah, the sling ring. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going with Atrocitus on this one. Why, why did we... Why is it two weeks in a row that we've got two characters that their their abilities come from something on their fingers right but it, it, it's that same argument yeah they, the other character does not know that that is where their power comes right from. right but see so we were we were able to in. debate with bizarro and baron mordo this is a clear cut oh this is a clear cut win for atrocitus like 
Namor, the only reason he's part of the Illuminati is because he's a king, right? He's yeah. the king of Atlantis. Yeah. So that's the only reason. Yes, he's strong. Yes, he's smart. I'll give you that. But no. He, is he sitting in a fishbowl when he's in the Illuminati? <laughs> if he, the longer he sits in his chair, the weaker he gets. So and I mean, most of them hate him anyway. Like his foot, looking at his watch, like I gotta go. I'm, yeah, I'm about to fall apart. Most of them hate him too. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, he, he's a <laughs> douchebag. I, I feel like yeah, there, this was that's a not, clear cut for me. Not a bad matchup, but it was a clear cut winner on who would yep. have won. I should have went with page two fifty two. You want to know who was page 252? Uh-huh. One of my favorite fucking characters. Red Hood, yes. Yep. That uh, would have been... Who was on my 252? Who? Namora. <laughs> <laughs> so, just saying. It's Namor... But a female. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So it would have been bad either way for you. Yeah, I don't think that would have went well. I, I, it would have been a, I feel like it would have been a uh, better fight between Red Hood and Namor, to be honest. Maybe. It would have been a better fight. Because, I mean, Namor obviously knows how to fight. Yeah. So it would have been a good fight. But that was our matchup, folks. That's it. So if you if you feel that you think differently, you know, look up the characters, look up some, you know, yeah, let us know. Lines, look up, let us know. You know, it was here. This was a good. This was a good one. This this was a good one. Yep. We we had a lot of good conversation today, buddy. With yeah. we we kind of dove we dove more into the spider family, which I thought was really nice because there's so, there's a lot. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of story arcs when it comes to these characters so you, you i get sidetracked real yeah quick. oh yeah but no it was cool we because yep. not a lot of people know about who gwen stacy is you know comic book readers yeah like uh, but see gwen's only been introduced in one fucking movie two two one series but yeah she was in two because he she was in the first one the first one is where she finds out he is Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. And the second one is yeah. where she... One series. Yeah. One yeah, series, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I mean, MJ was never even brought into the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, which I loved. Absolutely yeah. loved it. I like MJ as a character, but Gwen Stacy, in my opinion, I, I've always liked Gwen Stacy more than Mary Jane. Yeah, and especially the... Um, What's-her-face who played Mary Jane? Oh, hell's her name? God, Kirsten Dunst. Fuck. Fucking annoying. She's a Dunst, all right. Like, eh. sorry. Fucking that. annoying. She was so all bad. Right. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that is it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Will we? Uh, I won't be here next Sunday. Obviously, that's why we did it today. Correct. Um, I will try to get caught up on everything. Yeah, me too. Got a lot going on, but I'll try to catch up. Yeah, yeah. So by let's see, what is today? Twenty. It's the nineteenth. So yeah, by so, the third, we'll be good to go. That's 
that i guess that's when our next podcast is so we're skipping next sunday correct? yes right um yeah. so then if you want to just continue off of this date we do every other right yeah then we'll pick up on the third cool sounds so. good to me i guess that's when we'll be back all right guys thank you so much for tuning in to hero hour escape from reality i'm brones this is that dog dude hey we appreciate you guys and again happy father's day to all of those amazing people out there that are appreciate all the raising fathers. children with a partner or raising children by themselves y'all are the true heroes have a great weekend celebrate with the ones that you love and we will catch you in two weeks thank you so much later bye